mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, little disclaimer. Um, so life happens, you know, we're all moms. Even our guest is a mom. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna, you're gonna hear some of our kids in the background. That's gonna happen. And uh, oh, you wanna hear a thunderstorm? Yep, that joins us on this episode too. And Kayla, did you mention light drilling? I think, yeah, I think there was some light drilling in the background as well. But you know what? It doesn't even matter. The subject matter of this episode is so important and we are so excited to share it with you. Hey guys, it's Candace and Kayla and we are directionally challenged. We thought we would have it all figured out by the time we were in our 30s. (laughs) But surprise, we don't. No, we don't. We don't. But we are sitting down with someone who's got a lot figured out. This is episode two of a two-parter with Meredith Berkman. She's one of the co-founders of Parents Against Vaping. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, we highly recommend that you do. Meredith Berkman, Dorian Furman, and Dina Alessi started their program PAVE, Parents Against Vaping E-Cigarettes, in 2018. And there were just three concerned moms who started a grassroots response to the youth 
vaping epidemic after one of their sons came home and told them about a ninth grade assembly that a jewel representative was present in and telling each student that they were, quote unquote, totally safe. Parents Against Vaping E-Cigarettes has become an influential advocacy and education nonprofit run and powered by passionate volunteers across the country. And we feel incredibly passionate about educating ourselves, um, not only as women, but as mothers, as friends, uh, as partners, as humans in the world. And we are so grateful that Meredith Berkman is joining us again to continue this conversation. So without further ado, here's part two with Meredith Berkman of PAVE. A lot of young people who started, you know, puffing jewels thought this isn't really smoking. Like no one, I think, understood what, you know, if you see 5% on a jewel pod and you're not a smoker, you don't understand nicotine, you don't understand what those levels uh, equal out to, which is essentially one pod being a pack or a pack and a half of cigarettes. In terms of nicotine. In, cer- in terms of smoking nicotine. And, and the reality is, is like, it's very easy to carry around and hide uh, an e-cigarette or a modern day e-cigarette or a disposable or a jewel. And so that was a whole other element of it was not only the amount of nicotine that was being consumed at a very, at very young ages, but that, um, and not without the understanding of like, what nicotine is doing to you, how you're getting addicted to it and how much you're actually inhaling. But then it's, it's, you can kind of do it anywhere because it's a vapor. And now you have this epidemic of the youth that are even using it in classrooms and in, in smoking in their rooms. And you can't smell it from the other room as a parent. Like how is anyone supposed to combat that unless these big companies take responsibility? I, and that's, I know the mission but that's-, I mean, that's very, very well stated. I mean, as I said, this was all stealth by design. It was the use of flavors. It was the promotion and marketing to a younger audience. It was the, the selling of, you know, the tech chic. And you're right. As I said, even to this day, you know, there are so many teens who don't understand how much nicotine they're, they're getting right into their system. The problem is also that for the developing brain, it has long been proven that nicotine and the developing brain don't mix. And these are enormous amounts of nicotine. I mean, we like, this is not your father or mother's, you know, I wasn't, I was never a smoker, but um, you know, it's hard enough to quit smoking, to try and quit e-cigarettes is, you know, when you have so much nicotine and these are kids who are, you know, like we have, we hear this all the time, you know, people are waking up in the middle of the night and they're, it's next to their pillow, you know, they start and it's, all day long. And, you know, a cigarette, you finish, right? There's like a beginning and an end. So you sort of have a sense, but these things, I mean, I have a box here. I, I, you know, I keep buying them, even though in, in my own city, um, you know, we do have, we were able to help pass um, laws to, as we have in many cities um, to end the sale of um, flavored e-cigarettes, but the enforcement is virtually impossible. And especially with COVID, you know, it's, this stuff is out there and it's, are you it's buying not- them to, to, Make sure they're not available on shelves. No. So I walk in, my, my poor kids are, you know, they're embarrassed. Their mother's like walking into a vape store and saying, oh, really? You have the new XL 1800 puff puff bar. What flavors do you have? Yeah, I'll take those. And, you know, we do this. We, we encourage parents to do this. And then we report those purveyors to um, the, the AGs. And, you know, and, and frankly, and, and I respect this, the kids hate that because their concern is that the actual, um, the sales clerk will be penalized. I mean, these are not, you know, when, when we report it, but 
the enforcement is so difficult. And here, you know, in New York, in New York City and in New York State, you know, that that um, these things are illegal, but the enforcement is very, very difficult and they're rampant. They're rampant everywhere. It's not, it, unless the, the FDA takes all flavors off the market, except for tobacco flavor, we're not focused on tobacco flavor, that's for adults, um, but takes all the flavors off the market, you know, so that you can't buy them online. You can't do them through Uber Eats, which has happened in my own home where I'm like, who got Uber Eats? And then like, it's with my, you know, and then I realized, and it's like a Miley mini, you know, icy mint, by the way, this, there's a, a new huge craze of these quote, iced flavors. Iced flavors are mentholated flavors and no one has yet tracked them. I mean, FDA had told us that when we brought it up in a, in one of our private listening sessions, they, this was, um, you know, a, about a year, less than a year, but they hadn't really even heard about them. No one is. So if at a minimum, you have almost 40% of these 3.6 million kids are using menthol, but some people, and, and we are among them, believe that it may be as many as like 75%, because if you factor in these iced flavors are just menthol. And so if FDA doesn't rid the market of all flavored e-cigs, we have no chance of getting a handle on solving, slowing this epidemic. And that's leaving aside, by the way, the teens, the young adults now that I call the class of 2016. And that worries us a lot. That would be the, the earliest adopters of Juul. Kids who were, you know, seniors in high school when Juul came on the market, their parents never found out what they were doing, many of them. They went off to college. You know, they those kids, you know, who knows what the public health cost will be because those kids are now young adults. No one is following them. Um, I mean, this is just, we just need to slow and solve this epidemic, mostly to keep younger kids from starting. I mean, solving the health issues of, you know, of the, the lung injuries. And I don't even mean just Evali, um, which, you know, um, um, but you know, there, there was Ebali, the outbreak, which is still out there, but the, um, what is Ebali? Ebali is, um, e-cigarette, well, it, it basically is an e-cigarette caused a vaping induced lung injury and, um, not this past summer, but, um, in the summer of 2019 leading into the fall, um, there were thousands of these cases, um, reported. And, you know, we had, in fact, we had one of our moms whose daughter Piper, um, um, from outside Chicago, you know, she was driving her daughter to college and they had to pull over and she got sicker and sicker. And, you know, so many of these kids ended up either they were intubated or they were in the ICU. Um, and the CDC was following this on a weekly basis until COVID. So they stopped following it for obvious reasons, but we hear about dozens and dozens of cases that is still out there, but just the, the um the the increases in asthma we have a mom um one of our advocates um Paula Costello from Wilmington Delaware who contacted us last year because she heard our podcast and heard a mom sharing this tragic story of nicotine addiction and how her athletic son you know couldn't even run a mile and he was huffing and puffing and coughing and incredibly addicted and she reached out um and she said you know I lost a son to um uh catastrophic asthma attack caused by vaping. And, you know, at first, sometimes, you know, I always want to check and make sure their story. And I went online and I watched her son, her son, Walter's funeral on Facebook. And it was, you know, he was a twin. Um, they were preemies. They had had um, asthma when they were young. And as they got older, it got better. Um, and he became so addicted 
that um, he had, you know, the, the asthma attacks got more and more severe. Um, three of them sent him to the hospital. The fourth one, he didn't make it alive to the hospital. And a couple of weeks after Paula reached out to us, um, there was there were there was one, and there's been since another study that link um, e-cigarette use to um, an increase in asthma and severity of asthma. So. Um, you know, thankfully, the, the stories that, that we have of parents across the country where there has been a death are very few. But with, there's another family, you know, in Florida, their son um, is awaiting a double, a double lung transplant. Um, and these are very extreme, but they're not as uncommon um, as the industry would like you to believe. I mean, you know, it affects your brain and, and permanently the, cogn the cognitive piece. It can cause personality change, you know, lung injury. Um, you know, the reality is these high levels of nicotine yes. and the consistency of using them via a vape can, these are the Absolutely. repercussions of that. All of the information is out there to show how dangerous these products are. And so our kids can, are being used as guinea pigs for the e-cigarette experiment. And we can't let that continue. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so <laughs> delicious. <laughs> 
I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. I just want to take it back to something we touched on in the beginning, how easy, easy it is nowadays to hide vapes and how there are designs specifically made to aid students and individuals in that. And the point being that if you have to hide something, there's clearly something wrong with it. And I was looking online and there's, there's a, a hoodie sweatshirt where the strings you would think are normal and there's two vapes on the end and you can hide those there's pens, there's highlighters, there's markers, there's anything a normal parent would just assume is a marker, and it actually works. And I just don't understand how parents are supposed to handle this on their own and get a hold of this when normal household items that work as normal household items are also vapes. Right. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, and that's one of the things that, you know, when we, when we go, you know, that's one of the reasons that we're fighting, right? Because um, this is, um, this is a fight where we have to educate parents. They have to understand what to, what are the signs my child may be vaping? Um, you know, if one in five kids are vaping, um, you know, I used to, when we would do it, when we would do our webinars in person, you know, people were like, oh, well, my kid's not vaping. I'm really glad you're doing this, but luckily my kid's not doing it. And I was thinking really, if I had, if we had a dollar for every person who said they're not doing it <laughs> and we wouldn't have to go out and try to raise funds to run this organization across the country. So but what are those signs, please? Cause I'm sure people listening right now are thinking that, and then now questioning it. Sure. Well, I also just want to say that we feel like parents have to be educated. We have to educate ourselves, you know, and, and they, can, people can, I would encourage people, if you don't mind, I don't want to be self-promoting, but we encourage parents to go on our website, parentsagainstvaping.org, you know, educate yourself, request a webinar. I mean, we provide free webinars in Spanish and English, you know, in schools and community centers around the country. And we train the trainers. Our goal is to empower parents to take this information into their own communities and educate other parents about the dangers of vaping and the predatory behavior of big tobacco. So the first thing that we as parents have to do is educate ourselves, know what the lingo is, know what these things look like, you know, and then talk to our 
kids have open conversations, but some of the signs to look for, um, you know, include, um, and actually they're on our website and I, I should really call them up. Um, but you know, things like suddenly your child develops like a, a terrible cough or breathing issues, or suddenly they're very secretive and they're constantly, you know, leaving the table or going outside or they're locking themselves in the room or in the bathroom. Um, there's a person, you know, there's some kind of suddenly a kid who, um, has always been, you know, even tempered becomes, you know, unbelievably irascible, or even sometimes in this, we hear this a lot violent, you know, with their siblings. I mean, some of these things, when you hear them, you think like, oh, they're teenagers, but they're sort of out of nowhere and excessive, but, you know, or, um, you know, you go to hug your child and you notice a very sweet smell, um, or you find, you start seeing lots and lots of what seem like phone chargers or look like, you know, like somehow, why are you buying another? Right. Or a, 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 yeah, a a drive. Um, you know, so, so those are all, those are all signs. I mean, for me, I'll tell you that my son suddenly, um, asked for a, um, an incense burner and I was like, Oh, he's so spiritual. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, like, why is the window open constantly? I didn't smell anything. I didn't see anything. The door was closed. I would like jump in like surprise. And I didn't hear anything or smell anything. So, you know, you have to be very, very vigilant. And I think what we tell parents is the most important thing you can do is educate yourself and then talk to your kids. Now, the average parent, if you say to your child, are you vaping? I mean, maybe there's a unicorn kid out there, but no, not really. But okay, fine. You're not doing it. All right. Are your friends doing it? What is it like at a party? You know, I hear that like millions of kids are doing it. It must be really hard. I mean, think about this. If one in five kids are doing this, um, then we also have to worry about empowering and educating the four who aren't. So they understand, um, you know, what the dangers are. They understand what the harm is. We believe in, um, it's not that there are no boundaries. It's not that, I'm sorry, that there are no rules, but the idea is let your child know that you've educated yourself and you want to have an open conversation and that they can come to you. I mean, addiction is an illness and these are kids who have been preyed upon by this industry and continue to be preyed upon by this industry, frankly. And so, you know, you want them to know that you're listening, you're open and you will help them. You will be their partner if they are struggling with this. Um, and we think, you know, in terms of education, the, there's a movement towards alternatives to suspension because obviously, you know, this is, this is spending and this is wasting so much time from education. That's why so many school um, districts around this country have sued Juul because, you know, the LA Unified, San Francisco Unified. I mean, there are so many because it has taken, you know, time away from teachers. You know, it's it's destroyed the classroom. But the words that you're using really specifically are preyed upon and predator. And and for anyone, we have a lot of listeners who, um, who listen to this podcast. And that's why we really wanted to speak with you today. And I just, especially in this moment, want to highlight for anyone listening who maybe smokes a jewel or an e-cigarette or a disposable cigarette, whatever they're called, just, I want them to really grasp that they've been taken advantage of that, whether they think, realize it or not, if they think like, no, this is my decision. This is my choice. Like no big tobacco company told me to start smoking. And you know, like, I like it. What's the big deal. It's not hurting anyone, but that they understand that 
the power actually has been taken away from them and they are part of this bigger game and they're a pawn in the big tobacco company's game and that they have the ability to take their power back through education. But I just, that's, I think the biggest takeaway is that I took from, from educating myself on you know, Juul specifically and the way that everything was marketed was just that they, I, I hope that the youth and these like young kids that have been taken advantage of over the last six years in a whole new way realize that it's unfortunately going to be up to them to take the power back because they've been taken advantage of. They've been preyed upon. I couldn't have said it better myself. And it's coming from you. You're a different generation. And so I think that that's really important. I mean, we, our advocacy is focused on kids. Um, we don't speak to adults in the sense that if people want to make a choice that is harmful, I wish that they wouldn't. And I think it's really important for them to educate themselves. We're all, um, you know, anyone who's using any of these, these flavored e-cigarettes, young, young or old, um, is a lab rat for this e-cigarette experiment. So our advocacy is focused on young people. But I mean, I think in the case of my son, what really infuriated him was exactly what you said, right? Which is no young person wants to feel that they're being played for a fool by the, by the tobacco industry, much less by a bunch of, you know, Stanford design guys who are making huge bank off of addicting young people to their product. And we're talking about billions of dollars. So I think that you're right. I, I think that's a, um, you know, um, a really, really smart way to, to communicate. So anyone, you know, again, I mean, we're focused on our advocacy is focused on young people because they don't have the, um, the understanding or the information to make an informed choice. That's why we're out there as parents to help them, to help them do so. And you're right that, um, that this was all completely avoidable, but for the deceptive marketing practices, and this is not anything new for the tobacco industry. The tobacco industry has been doing this for decades and they will continue doing it. One more element, what I love so much about our youth today is how they care so much for the environment. And I think that is something that is huge. But what they need to understand is not only do vapes affect our bodies, but they are extremely toxic to our environment. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you said that. We actually have a campaign we call Vapes Are Trash, and people could check it out by going on vapesartrash.org. Um, and the idea there for us as parents was parents are desperate to come up with ways to tell their kids this is not good. And, you know, you can tell a child that it's going to harm their lungs long term and short term, that it's, you know, that it's going to harm their developing brains till they're 25. Um, but, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, it's like the old Peanuts cartoons when you watch the specials and when you hear the adults talk, you hear the, pe the peanut, the kids hearing wah, the adults wah, wah. hear. Ed, thank you. Wah, wah, wah. Um, but you're absolutely right that the climate, um, the, you know, the, the, the environmental justice issue, it's outrageous. There, I mean, these lithium batteries, there was no, um, there was no guidance given for years. I mean, think about it. FDA allowed these products to remain on the market without full regulation. It was not until September of 2020 after litigation that kept pushing the date up and then they kept pushing it back because of COVID. FDA um, allowed these products to remain on the market without regulation. And they allowed these companies to the environmental justice point um, to be on the market without providing the consumers with any information about how you must dispose of these lithium batteries. Think about the amount of plastics that these, you know, billions of dollars are being spent on these disposables. Um, and 
they're just being thrown in the trash or thrown in the ground. So I hope people, you know, we created this because we wanted something that parents could say to their kids. You may not want to hear about the health, but listen to the environment. I mean, I know liquid nicotine is an environmental hazard. So if you think about all the liquid nicotine, that's like, like, you know, that's seeping into the water and the dirt that people are just throwing these things away. And again, it was not until September, when um, FDA finally required that these products um, that had been on the market for years without full authorization, without regulation to a file for what's called a PMTA, a pre-market review, um, they did require an environmental impact report. It's not a transparent process, so we're not able to see what Juul has said about its products, although we have some ideas because um, Juul actually... Bought science and and paid to sponsor an entire peer reviewed uh, journal um, that was put out there, and they now can say, "Well, we have a peer reviewed journal that," sh- and every single study was done by someone who worked uh, for who they were funding. Who they were funding, but but the environmental impact, um, you know, that they've been allowed to give no guidance to consumers. They have not been required to do anything. I mean, think about. It plastics, the liquid nicotine, it's a huge problem. Um, and so I'm really glad that you spoke about that. And I hope, again, I would encourage parents and young people to go look at vapesortrash.org. Yeah. I love when I go, um, on to parentsagainstvaping.org on your website. Uh, one of the quotes that caught me was if e-cigarettes were romaine lettuce, they would be taken off the shelves. And, and just the, the comparison and regulation, I mean, it's like, just how quickly everyone like is up in arms about a romaine lettuce, you know, incident. And, and that this just continues to flourish and, and everyone's just trying to look the other way because a lot of people are making money off of the permanent damage of this young generation and, and this, and their addictions that they're going to be struggling with for a long time. Right. And and the gateway drug. Use of other substances actually, and and I will say that um, that quote that you referenced came from the mom I referenced earlier, who was taking her daughter to college when her daughter ended up, you know, in the ICU with the lung um, illness. And she, we had, we brought her to Congress, and she testified, and that was what she said. She said to the House, to the House Oversight Committee, um, and so. It is really shocking. The FDA has not done its job protecting our youth. And, you know, it is possible that um, that FDA, you know, will approve a menthol jewel. We started a letter writing campaign. We've had thousands of parents and, and, and other stakeholders, people who care. I mean, you don't have to be you don't don't have to have a child to care about children, certainly. And so mm-hmm. um, we have been flooding uh, the health secretary and, and the FDA with letters saying, don't let Juul get away with it. Don't approve a menthol Juul. Don't approve any flavored product because FDA has not protected our kids by allowing these to remain in the market. And our fear is that they will approve. If they approve a menthol Juul or any other flavored e-cigarette, we have no chance, you know, or I won't say we have no chance. We will have to fight even harder to hold FDA accountable, to hold these companies accountable so that we can protect younger kids. And then we can get to really, I mean, helping older kids. There is one thing I, I, I don't want to um, end without saying that there, there recently was a study in the journal JAMA, the Truth Initiative, one of our partners um, does have a program, a text, a text quitting program called This Is Quitting. You text ditch vape. But I mean, that is the first um, 
evident the first time that we can say that the evidence based and it's sort of you know we've um i know dorian um and i think i did it like we you could do it alongside your child but it is written i mean you, kids can do it without telling their parents so you know so it can be private or parents can do it alongside their kids and kids receive constant encouraging messaging coming from and, and sounding like you have a friend encouraging you along and so that's the first evidence-based specific, um, you know, quitting program for e-cigarettes. So we always- And it's um, what you text is ditch vape, and it's one word, to 88709. Thank you. That's exactly right. So I want to make sure that people, because it's very hard to tell people, you know, we at Parents Against Vaping e-cigarettes at, you know, parentsagainstvaping.org, we spend a lot of time sometimes just listening to parents who want to talk, who feel helpless. I mean, these letters we get every single day, emails, um, and, you know, and people sharing their stories that are heartbreaking. And sometimes they just want someone to listen to and they're desperate for, you know, resources and help. Um, and a lot of people have joined us because they want to, they want to feel empowered. And as you said earlier, and they don't want to feel like that they or their children are victims. Um, they want to feel like they can fight back. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, this is, this like there's nothing the tobacco industry there's no amount of money they could spend on a slick spokesperson or a celebrity or a crisis counselor um, that will overpower or overshadow the voice of volunteers. I mean, we are all volunteers, right? We're doing this. We have parents, you know, standing up in hearings at the local level, the state level, and you know, we've testified, you know, at Congress multiple times, and none of us are taking any money for it because we just want to protect our kids. So the tobacco industry, um, you know, when they have people standing up to testify on their behalf, they're paying them. Mm -hmm. And um, we just have to make sure people understand that these are voices of parents and people who care about kids. And the only reason that all of us who are in this fight, and we need so many more people like, like you to put the word out there and to stand with us is because we want to protect our kids. The other side wants to make money by addicting our kids. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, I think you guys couldn't have a better name for a podcast. Big Tobacco definitely messed with the wrong moms. Uh, I mean, truly, we this is not subject matter that we'd really, you know, we've had this podcast for a while. And this is not something that had ever come up because I don't think we realized what an epidemic it was. And right. it's one of those things you don't know until you know. And then once the lights are turned on and you know, it is so maddening and infuriating. And and so um, I know that it, it's a a big ask and it's a, it's a big task, but you do it so well along with your co-founders and, and, you know, as parents, we appreciate so much. And, um, and even for our young listeners, I hope you're hearing the, that everyone's rooting for you. You know, it, everyone wants you to be able to have the power back of your own life. Um, anyone who is unfortunately, you know, you know, become addicted to, you know, a jewel or any of these e-cigarettes because it is a different ball game. You know, it's true. It's just, you know, you know, I, as someone who smoked when I was younger, having a cigarette trying to be cool, there is a beginning, middle and end to that. Whereas, you know, you have a vape and you can just hold on to that all day long. I wasn't smoking cigarettes in my bedroom, you know, that, that is, it is such a different ball game. Parents, and, know when you smoke because they could smell it on you you could smell it in a heartbeat you you can smell it a day later on you know on someone's hands and uh and so this really is um a terrifying epidemic and just as parents we thank you so much for the work that you guys are doing and thank you so much for, I mean, I, by the way, I love the name of your podcast, Direction. <laughs> that's fantastic. And I really appreciate your passion, your obvious passion and how much you, you know, you know about this topic and how you know how you dive into it. So, you know, we really appreciate the opportunity to, to, to spread the word through you. And I think all of the things that you said, speaking directly to those who may be using, um, I was very moved by that as well. And I think that's really important to hear from um, you know, to hear from, from people who are, you know, young parents who are already thinking ahead um, and speaking directly to young people. I really appreciate that. So thank you. You know, it's really interesting because as we've ha- been having these conversations and researching, I keep thinking and asking myself, what does harm reduction look like? What can we do to stop people from falling victim? I think it's just the biggest thing is encouraging parents to educate themselves and then talking to any young person. Like, how would you talk to a young person right now? Right. I think that's actually really part of the difficulty of this is figuring out how to talk to young people about this. I mean, it's easy to say, oh, it's up to the FDA to figure this out. But it's really up to each and every one of us, especially as moms. And if we see friends that are struggling with this, I don't know exactly what I would say to Poppy if I was in this situation. I would hope that I could communicate to her how harmful it is and that that would do something. But sometimes I question if that's enough. Yeah, I think it's, you know, 
I, all I can speak on is what, how I felt when I was a teenager and which is there's so much that happens to you, you know? And so any thing that you can do to think that you have the power and feel that like you are making your own conscious decision as a young adult, um, because so many decisions are made for you. Um, anything that you feel is making your own decision and your right to do that, I think, um, is incredibly empowering. Uh, but that's what I just was so blindsided by in, in, in educating myself and being educated by Meredith and her, uh, and Pave, um, and the Wondery podcast series that I listened to the vaping fix. Um, but within educating myself, I realized how the, none of those decisions that you're making, if you're picking up a jewel or an e-cigarette, when you are a young person in this world, that is not an empowering decision you are making on your own. You are actually being fed that you are being told to do that. You are being manipulated through marketing and through freaking representatives coming into your school and telling you it's completely harmless and safe. It, that got me, mm-hmm. it, it got me and it made me so angry. And, and if I had been, if I was 16 or 17 or 18 today, I would feel so manipulated and used because again, this is not a beginning, middle and end where you pick up a cigarette, you're trying something new. You're having to sneak out of your house or your room will smell or your clothes will smell. There's, this is something that is, you are being fed more nicotine, like, which is incredibly addictive which leaves you with, while your brain is still developing, will mm-hmm. leave you with lifelong problems and potentially, um, you know, medically, historically, uh, and- Could result and in death. It, it has before. That's the truth. Yeah, there have been 2,807 hospitalized cases of serious lung injuries associated with vaping products, resulting in 68 deaths as of February 2020. That is insane. That is 68 too many. You know that scene in Devil Wears Prada where um, they're talking about how we believe that we choose our fashion, that we believe when we put our clothes on every day that we have chosen to put these clothes on every day. And in fact, the point is, no, 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 you didn't choose any of it. It was instilled in you from all the fashion magazines and the ads and every everything else surrounding us tells us what to put on our put put on our body every single day. It's exactly like that with vaping. Everything around us is being told that we we need we need this, we want this, we want to be cool, we want to fit in. This is especially as a teenager, stress levels are so incredibly high that of course you're going to result into any vice that you think is going to help you in any circumstance. And that's being marketed to you as healthy. Right. And, and so that's what we've really felt passionate about making sure that we want to empower our listeners. We want to empower ourselves. We, we want the, the facts out there. We want the information out there. We want you to have the, be able to have the facts so that you know how you want to proceed, um, and take the power back. Like I cannot stress that enough. Right. And if you want to keep taking your power back and you want to know something else that you can do, I feel like we have so many young listeners on this podcast that are active in their communities and constantly looking for ways to get involved. Um, PAVE has a sister organization called SAVE, Students Against Vaping E-Cigarettes, and it's founded by teens. And it's a grassroots 
rights group that wants to educate students and um, peers on the dangers of e-cigarettes. So check that out, you guys. Go to their website, www.studentsagainstvaping.org. And that's a way. Or also listen to, as Kandra said, the podcast on Wondery called The Vaping Fix. And then Meredith Berkman also has a wonderful podcast called Pave, Big Tobacco Messed with the Wrong Moms. And you can also go to thetruth.com. They have an incredible program that offers 24-7 support to help you quit. If you have found yourself really having a tough time quitting vaping or smoking, thetruth.com has so many incredible resources. Kayla, what's the number you got to text? So you text Ditch Vape to 88709. It's the first ever text to quit vaping service. Again, that's Ditch Vape as one word to 88709. We'll have all of these in our show notes as well. After recording our episode with Meredith from Parents Against Vaping, Kayla, you and I spoke and we thought it'd be really impactful to hear some of our followers' stories, you know, some of your stories, some of our listeners' stories. If you guys had any experiences with feeling pressured to vape or uh, struggling with nicotine addiction. So we thought we'd just simply, you know, post a request on our Instagram page asking you, our listeners, if you wanted to send in a voice memo and share your story. And we really want to thank you for being so vulnerable and so open and truly going there and sharing your full stories with us. Because like you said, Candace, we wanted to reach out and hear your guys' stories. But until we've actually heard them, it we didn't realize exactly what we were asking of you. And we are so grateful to have such wonderful listeners and such interactive listeners. And you guys... I think we're just going to let the stories speak for themselves. So thank you again for everything. And here you are. There are a lot of people in this world who have experienced peer pressure and vaping. But I mean, my personal experience was horrible. It it was something that tore me into a million pieces because it, it was something that I had promised myself that I would never do because I knew I knew the long term effects and and yet somehow somehow when you're put in a situation like that, given the choice between saying no or saying yes, it, it's so hard because you don't want to let your friend down, but you also don't want to let yourself down. Like when I I mean, I'll explain. Like I was just sitting there, my friend's bed and I was just I was just sitting on my phone playing on my phone and she's just like so, so, so do you mind if I vape and I'm like no 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 you do what you want to do it's your house your room go right ahead and and she's like okay she vaped and and I was just sitting there and she just kept asking me and asking me like like I was obligated to do it like it was my duty to do what she wanted and eventually I just didn't know what to say. I was overwhelmed. I was scared. And I was I was more disappointed in the fact that she couldn't respect the fact that that, that wasn't something I wanted to do. And then this is part of me said, fine, I'll do it. But if I do it once, you have to stop asking me. So I did it. I did it. And then I was like, I was like, oh my God, I just vaped. I just broke a promise that I made to myself 
and I was disappointed and I was hurt and and I, I just I ran out of the room crying and anyways my point being is that when you're put in the situation in peer pressure my experience I know now that I have to be strong and stay on my ground and say you know what I said I don't want to do that and you need to respect me and if you can't do that then you need to leave so I think it's important that what you guys are doing is good you're spreading awareness and saying that vaping isn't okay and that it's not okay to vape and you shouldn't peer pressure people or anyone or young kids to do things that they're not comfortable with so thank you for that it means more than you know because I've listened to your podcast for the past two or three months and it has helped me through a lot of tough times so thank you thank you for doing that I will continue to support you guys throughout your journey in this podcast. Thank you. I think that it's important that kids know that it is okay to say no to cigarettes, vaping, etc. It's, it's, it's something that should be talked about more often because it's not right and it shouldn't be happening. Hi Candice, hi Kayla. I just wanted to share my vaping experience with you guys as short as possible. Basically, I just graduated high school. I started jeweling um, my freshman year. So I, it was like 2018 and a little background um, for the story I'm about to tell. I used to use my jewel in the bathroom at school when I was sad, depressed, anxious, bored, and I just numbed the pain. The story is like my small year. I had, at this point, I had recently taken a break from my jewel. And so I hadn't done it for like two months, maybe. And because I literally just didn't have access to the pods. And it was the opening night of my school musical that I was in. And during my chem test, the last period of the day, I started feeling nixic. And so I was throwing up at the nurse's office. Then it was school's over. So I had to go back to the theater wing. And you know, I was still nauseous. I was a baby. My friends were trying to help me. Um, and I felt guilty because I did this to myself. But then um, I went back to the nurse to see if she was still there. She let me stay there until theater. I had to be back at theater, which was like really late. So the nurse was so nice to me. She literally stayed after hours just to make sure I felt better. She let me take a nap. Um, it was awful. I was still throwing up. But then once I got it out of my system... I went back to the drop, uh, my theater um, wing and then like I went into the, um, what's it called, <laughs> the dressing room with all my friends and my drama teacher and his husband brought me Gatorade and everyone was trying to help me. So at that point I felt guilty that I had an addiction because I was lying to people about why I felt sick and it was my fault that I was kind of sick in a way, but also I was just like, going through something really traumatizing and that's how I chose to cope with it, which is actually just drug abuse. After I was like the Nixic went away, I went into the corner of the dressing room and I literally hit my jewel again because I was in so much pain emotionally. And that's just how I coped. And it was awful. And I can't believe I did that. In fact, I forgot I did that. And so my friends reminded me a few months ago that I hit my jewel after I got Nixic before the show, like where I had to sing and stuff. Like I sing, I act like it's not, I feel like it's not good for me to be doing that stuff. And I stopped actually. I don't have my own jewel anymore. If someone has it around me, I'll hit it. I like that buzz feeling. Um, 
And, you know, when I'm sad, I think about nicotine and it's awful. But yeah, that's my story. I love your podcast. Bye. Hi, Candace and Kayla. I want to first start off by thanking you guys for talking about this on your podcast. Um, just because you do have so many younger listeners, it's so great. So that they know, because I'm 20 now and um, me and my friends have been vaping since we were like 16. Um, we all still have um, a struggle with a nicotine addiction, but we're working on it. Uh, now that we're a little older, we can kind of see how um, naive we were and immature. But I think that we really need to start um, talking about this more within our school systems, because I think that if we would have known a little bit more, we wouldn't have tried it. At my high school, we had like one assembly about it, um, but really that was it. And I think that they start taking it more seriously. I don't know. We just vaped in the hallways, in the bathrooms. Teachers knew. Some cared, but that's the problem. They all should care. So I think just talking about it and um, at least informing each other on the um, negative effects this has can hopefully do something better. So thank you, guys. I had vaped heavily for years. And um, back in January, I got COVID and I was really, really sick. And that really scared me. And that's kind of when everything started to change because the symptoms that I had, I mean, felt like I was drowning at times and I just couldn't breathe. And it was such a scary feeling. And I was like wondering why I chose a nicotine buzz over my <laughs> ability to breathe. But I guess that's just what that does to you. I don't know. But that's really what opened my mind about it, too. So. Started smoking because I had toothache. And my older sister told me, because she was a smoker, to hold a cigarette smoke in my mouth against the tooth and it would cure the toothache. And that's how I started smoking. How old were you? I was about 15, I think. 14, 15. And now I suffer with COPD and hardening the arteries. Because of smoking. Because of smoking. Okay. Thank you so much for, for listening and, and joining us in these episodes. Uh, if you can't tell, we feel really passionate about this subject. And, uh, and we'll have an all new episode of Directionally Challenged waiting for you next week. Thanks so much. Bye. <laughs>